This episode of Full Armor Radio is brought to you by CR101 Radio Network. CR101 Radio Network is a Christian reconstruction internet radio station that hosts and broadcasts lectures, sermons, and podcasts 24-7. You can learn more at CR101Radio.com. We're also brought to you by GCS Apprenticeship Program, which is dedicated to training the next generation of Christian teachers so they can own and operate successful and profitable Christian schools. You can learn more at GCSApprenticeship.com. And now to the show. What do you think I'll have to see after that? Well, as a Christian, I believe that um, when, when you die, there is some sort of heaven. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I don't know. I just, I've just grown up thinking that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it's not like, you know, I was just force-fed that information. Like, sure. I've done my own research and yeah. done my own beliefs, so I don't know. I don't really know how it's going to be, but yeah. I feel like there's more meaning than just, I'm just some piece of flesh yeah. okay. that lives for, you know, 50 to hundred years and then dies and then there's nothing. I feel like there's got to be something after. Okay. So. So you said you're a Christian. You believe the Bible's God's word. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, his Bible has heaven and hell, right? You believe yeah. in that? So if you were to die and stand before God, and he would, if he asked you, you know, why should I let you into heaven? How do you think he'd answer that question? Because I've had faith. Okay. Faith in what? Faith in His word. Okay. So do you think you know, God has like his the Bible has his law Ten Commandments you know you're probably familiar with some of those do you think you've kept those or do you think you've broken those no broken them I have yeah everybody yeah. does yeah I would say so and that, that's not the point you don't have to follow them piece by piece to get into heaven mm-hmm. you just I mean you just have to have faith okay so we, we I, was, I would admit too I've broken them like lying yeah. right stealing and you know Jesus said if you look at a woman with lust that you're not married to it's adultery in your heart Sure, we've done that. Disobedient to parents, you know. Yeah. That's just the same playing up. So we're guilty, right? If God were to judge us just based upon what we've done, we'd be found guilty, wouldn't we? Yeah. We yeah. Would, we would all go to hell. Right. So that's that was my next question. So just based upon the law, we'd go to hell because we're guilty. Because you believe God is just, right? His love is justice. He's yeah. righteous. So that would mean the just judge needs to give a justice, a just penalty to guilty people like us. So we deserve hell. So tell me then, what did God do so that guilty people? Like us, don't have to go to hell. He gave his son. Mm-hmm. So Jesus died on the cross for mm-hmm. our sins. How, what does how does Jesus's death accomplish anything with regard to our guilt? Because he rose from the dead. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that do in terms of our guilt? Because we deserve a penalty, right? We established that a second ago. Our penalty is death, mm-hmm. right? But our spirit lives eternally. Mm-hmm. So how does how does Jesus take away our guilt? I don't know if I can answer that. Okay. Is, do you understand the legal implications of Jesus' death on the cross? Any idea what I mean by that? Like, why they killed him? No, I mean spiritually. Spiritually. Legally spiritually. Think about it like this. If I was on trial in a human court, and I said to the judge, yeah, I mean, I killed three guys, robbed a couple banks, you know, uh, but I try to be a really good person, too. Yeah. You think the judge would let me go? No. First night, he'd say, well, you're guilty. No. So justice would demand that he give me the penalty, right? If the judge says, oh, you murdered a guy and you grabbed things, who cares about that? No big deal. That'd be pretty bad, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be corrupt if you let me go. So since you, we established that God is just, he's righteous, he can't just let it slide, right? So the legal implications of Jesus' death on the cross is that I have this guilt 
that I've earned, I earned a penalty for myself. The guilt can be transferred to Jesus and he can bear the penalty in my place. So instead of me getting justice for my sins, Jesus, Jesus can take the justice on my behalf, right? Yeah. Instead of me getting hell, Jesus can take the wrath of God on the cross instead of me. You agree with that? Yeah. That makes sense, doesn't it? So instead of, I don't have to go to hell because Jesus can take the wrath of God in my place. There's something else that Jesus did. Um, Jesus kept the law perfectly. you believe that? That he was, that he was perfect? Definitely. According to the Bible, according to Jesus himself, do you know how good of a person you would have to be to earn heaven if that was possible? You can't mess up on anything. Right, perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Jesus said you must be perfect. So you and I already said we're not, right? I mean, you already said correctly that nobody is. Yeah, no. So nobody can earn heaven then, right? No, I can what? Earn heaven then. Because no, you don't, you don't earn it. No, no matter how many good things you do, you don't. Because the standard is perfection. Yeah. So Jesus was perfect, so his perfect righteousness can be transferred to the sinner's account. Like if I earn a million bucks and transfer it to your bank account, I earn it all and give it to you. You didn't earn a cent of it. But Jesus earns all the righteousness and can give it to the sinner. So you have those two problems. I'm not good enough to go to heaven. That'd be perfect. And I've broken the law, so I deserve to go to hell. Well, Jesus solves my problems by taking the penalty on the cross. I don't have to go to hell. Earning righteousness so I can get to heaven. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. Now, according to the Bible, what do you have to do in order to receive the salvation that Jesus accomplished? Be saved. Yeah. How do you, how do you, how do you become saved? You, I guess, open your heart up to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, the Bible doesn't use that terminology, but do you know what terminology it does use? It uses the terminology of repentance and faith. Yeah. For those, you know what repentance means? Repentance? Yeah. Yeah, it's like repenting your sins, like mm-hmm. admitting that you've done wrong and you need to be saved. Yeah, admitting it, being sorrowful over them, saying, I'm so, I'm so sorry for all this violation of your law, I turn my back on it because I know it's wrong. That's repentance. And then faith, faith is important because it's not just knowing the stuff. It's not just knowing the facts mm-hmm. about Jesus. That's not faith. It's actually but, believing them. Yeah, believe it. And I'm just saying that, not just saying that they're true. That's part of it. But there's one little aspect to it is trust. A transfer of trust from yourself to trusting in Jesus. If I said, I'm going to go to heaven because I think I'm a pretty good dude, that's trusting in me, right? Yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah, trust in yourself. And that won't get me there, though, because I'm not good enough. But if I trust in what Jesus did, that that counts for me, then I will go to heaven because I have his perfect righteousness and he has taken the penalty for my sins. So that's that transfer of trust from yourself. Your own, like, don't trust in your own good works. Trust in Jesus' works. Remember what he said right before he died? Three words. Do you remember? It is finished. He said it is finished. Meaning that salvation has been accomplished. It's complete. It's done. He accomplished salvation there. I can't add anything to it. Because he already finished it. So I'm actually, I'm not trying to work my way to heaven. I'm actually resting in the finished work of Jesus. That's the trust. I'm trusting that what he did will count for me, that he accomplished it, right? So then that faith is always accompanied by the repentance. Does that make sense? So here's the question. If, if I were to die and I were to stand before God, and he says, why should I let you into heaven? And I were to say, well, I need Jesus to take the penalty on the cross for my sins and you know, keep the law for me. And you know what else, God? I also went to church and I was baptized and I tried to, you know, uh, you know, be the best Christian I could be. I think that's the right answer. No. Yeah, why not? Because that's, you're trying to earn your way in. Exactly. Even though I say, oh, Jesus is necessary. See, it's not Jesus plus me. It's Jesus alone. Yeah. It's basically three things. Somebody can say, I'm going to go to heaven because I've done it all wrong. 
They can say, I'm going to heaven because Jesus did it all, correct? Or they can say, I'm going to heaven because Jesus did it and I do it, which is wrong. There's only one right answer, and it's that Jesus alone did it. It's what's, I mean, salvation is a free gift, something you can't earn, like you said. So it's very, very, very important, isn't it? So, you've heard all that before. Yeah, kind of. What, what did, just different, just different ways. Yeah. What's important to understand, I think, is the fact that God does require perfection from us. He never lowers the standard. Right? Yes. So you're, you're correct in saying that salvation is not by our works, because we can never do it. But the standard is never lowered. See, Jesus has to earn the perfect righteousness and take the penalty on behalf of the sinner. That's called justification in the Bible. Maybe you read that. It means to declare someone righteously in the courtroom. Declare, declare someone righteous in the courtroom. Like, I declare you righteous because of what Jesus did. God can do that to us and therefore accept us. Do you know why God can't accept guilty people into heaven? It's because he's holy. Do you know what that means? He's what? He's holy. Do you know what that means? That God is holy. Okay. Well, I will call them holy, and it means that he is he is so good, and he can't have any any unrighteousness or wickedness with him. Yeah. He must be he's so just and loves righteousness that he must punish all guilt. So that's holy. That's why he can't just say forget about their sins, not a big deal. That's why Jesus had to come and actually bear the penalty, so that we are no longer guilty in his sight and he can accept us because of what Jesus said. Because if God could say, forget about the sins, then he wouldn't need Jesus, then would we? No. But he's, that would make him unjust, and God's never unjust. He's always perfectly righteous and just. So that's kind of important. So God, the way that God can both maintain his justice and show mercy is in Jesus. Because he can't just let the sin slide, so justice is still being maintained because he's punishing Jesus still in the place of the sinner. And he's showing mercy to, to the sinner himself, like to me. He showed mercy to me. By giving justice, giving what I deserve, the penalty I deserve, he gives it to Jesus instead. Right? So, one last thing, I'll let you get going. Jesus said you have to be born again. I know that, right? Do you know what it means to be born again? That, that would be the moment when you're saved, right? Mm -hmm. Do you know, how can you know if, some, if you're born again? I'm not sure. I guess it's just a feeling. Okay, well, so it's actually, the Bible gives you some ways you can examine yourself and see whether you're born again or not. It's very helpful. <clears throat> so to, to define what being born again is, it's something that God does when he saves somebody, he said. But he, get, he changes their hearts, makes them a new person, and gives them new desires. The Bible even says he takes out your heart of stone and gives you a new heart, heart of flesh. So Jesus also said that you'll know a person by their fruit, like, a tree, like you know a tree by its fruit. So if you saw a tree with apples on it, what kind of tree is it? It's an apple tree. Right. We do know a tree by its fruit. So we can know whether a person is born again based upon the fruit or what's produced in their life. That will demonstrate whether they're born again or not. There are basically three things, you know, that you're looking for. Number one is repentance. Is it, are you a repentant person? We already talked about that. That's the fruit of being born again. Are you trusting in Jesus alone for your salvation? That's the fruit of being born again. If you're trusting in Jesus plus yourself, that's a bad. <laughs> it's not the right thing. And then the third thing, the fruit of being born again, is a desire to, to follow after Christ and obey God's law, not to try to earn salvation, but out of thankfulness and gratitude to Him for giving salvation as a free gift. 
huge distinction there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we don't we don't do good works to try to earn heaven. We do them to, they, we do them as a result of being saved, not to be saved. Right. So those three things are kind of the main deal. If you are genuinely repentant of your sins and you're just, and you're struggling against them, you're struggling, you're uh, trusting in Christ alone, and then you're striving to obey God, failing, of course, but striving to it, fighting your sin. Those are good fruits. They demonstrate that you are born again. But if any of those three things are missing, then that would demonstrate that you're not a born-again person, right? You know, if somebody is saying, oh, no, I'm going to go to heaven because I'm a good person, that would mean that they're not born-again because they're not trusting in Christ alone. If they don't care about their sins, don't think it's a big deal at all, that's a bad sign, right? So that's kind of important. So do you think that you're born-again? Yeah. Based on those things? Yeah. Sounds like it. Sounds like you got the gospel. I feel like it can happen more than once. What can? Being born. Well, being born again actually in the Bible happens only once. Only once? Yes. Well, what if you do it and then you end up going down the, yeah. quote, wrong path again? Exactly. That would actually demonstrate that you were never born again because you're bearing fruit that demonstrates you're not born again. Okay. Remember? So it was, you thought you were, but you weren't. There's a, yeah, there's a such thing as a false convert or a fake Christian. I actually was one in the past where you say you're a Christian, but you're not actually born again, so you don't have those fruits of repentance, trusting Christ alone, and trying to obey God. Oh, uh, yeah. Definitely went down that road. Yeah, too. so I was there and I was saying, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I grew up in a Christian, you know, whatever, but I wasn't really. But then when I was born again for real, then the, those things were produced to demonstrate I'm born again that I really was. There are many, many, many fake Christians in the world, um, and that's sad because they're not really saved. But when God, see, when God makes, because God makes somebody born again, born of the Spirit, it's a one time thing, and you you are always, those things will always be present. Now, you may fall into some sins sometimes, like some, even some serious ones sometimes, but you're going to repent of them if you're really born again. You know, like King David in the Bible, remember him? Yeah. Committed adultery, murdered, yeah. pretty big deal. Peter, in the New Testament, denied, he even knew Jesus three times out of cowardice. You know, that's a pretty big deal too. But both of those guys were true believers when they did those things. They fell into some serious sins, but then repented and were restored. So, it can happen, but our general, we're tr striving because we want to love God better. So you think you're born again. sounds like you understand the gospel, trusting in Christ alone. You're all repentant of your sins, right? I wouldn't know, but it's, I'm just letting you know. You can examine yourself. So I guess the final question is why, why do you think, you know, why do you think I'm talking to you about this? You know, this is important. Well, I feel like whenever you were born again, I feel like it's set you on a path to tell others. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when you came up to me, you didn't know if I was a believer right. or not. So, I don't know, maybe you're just spreading the word. Yeah, okay. it's a, I mean, but I would like to know why. Well, the, that is the reason. The reason is because we established this by going through this. You, you said it yourself everybody is guilty right, of breaking God's law, which means that apart from Christ, God's going to find them guilty and they're going to go to hell. Like you said, I didn't know what you believed coming up to you, but I care about you. I don't want you to go to hell. I don't want you to be not guilty and be judged forever like that. So I wanted to share the gospel with you out of love for the people here. And I think um, it's very important that Christians have the mindset. You know what the Great Commission is? The Great, the great Commission in the Bible. It's from Matthew 28. It's Jesus telling his disciples to go into all nations and make disciples of the nations, make them, like, bring the gospel to them. That's the summary of it. And that's, you know, what needs to be done all over the world, including America right here in Tennessee, 
needs to be done as well. A lot of people don't know the gospel, even here. Trust me, they, they don't. Yeah, they have no clue. Okay, a lot of people think I'm good enough. I, I'm trying my best to be a good person. God's going to accept that. The vast majority of people think that, that I've talked to. Okay, which is false, obviously. This is very important. Is that all these people in here are going to die one day <coughs> because they're sinful, and then they're going to be judged. Now, if God judges them based on what they have done, they'll become guilty and they go to hell. But if he judges them based upon what Jesus has done, they'll become righteous and go to heaven. The only way they'll be judged based upon what Jesus has done is if they're trusting in him alone for salvation. And to know their sins. So it's very, very important that we, that Christians, one, know the gospel very well so that they're able to actually share an accurate gospel with unbelievers. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. That's kind of the reason, instead of love, I mean, one, love for God, he has said to do this, and love for others as well, because I want them, I want to see them saved, I want to see people saved. Um, so I'm, it's, it's home, U.S., local missionary evangelism work, is what it is, what I'm doing. So, um, that's kind of the, the thing. Yeah. So, that's the reason. Yeah, you actually cleared up some things for me, too, so. Yeah.